Welcome to In, In It, it together. together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Hello again. Hello, hello. Happy to be here today. Good. So we have an interesting topic today. It's kind of a broad topic. It's broad for a reason. Yeah, because I think we're going to have to... Um, delve deeper into each individual facet of this, but we're going to try to give a broad analysis of fear today. Yes, fear. We're going to talk about fear. So, well, what is fear? I mean, most people are going to sit here thinking, you know, going in a haunted house, scary movies, but fear is an emotion. Okay. And and one of the strongest ones, right? Because honestly, I would. Yeah, you just took the words out of my mouth. Fear is probably one of the strongest emotions over happiness, being elated, because it's the most powerful. Fear is the most powerful and the most strongest emotion out there. And I think that's why it's important that we we broadly touch upon it because there's so many, like you said, so many facets of it that we need to discuss. And fear can com- become extremely problematic in our lives, in our relationships, in our decisions, because it can prevent us from really growing and making decisions that benefit us yeah absolutely it is a such a motivating factor in in so much of our life right and it's acknowledging that that is fear that motivates us to to move forward and understanding that yeah and it, it, it goes back to our, our our reptilian part of our brain you know you go back to caveman time fear is what drove you know civilization back then to find safety fear is what was behind hunting to find food it was that constant fear of not having and so the reptilian parts of our brain are still programmed to respond to fear and to do things out of fear because danger is coming although we as a race have evolved over the many hundreds of years the reptilian aspects of our brain has remained the same and so unfortunately fear does not serve us as much as we think. It's okay to have a little bit of fear about things, but not to the point where it's dictating the decisions you make. Yeah, absolutely. You couldn't have said it any better, right? And that's what we're to, what, that's what we're dealing with, right? Yeah. We want to talk about what fear looks like for a lot of us, uh, where it creeps into our lives mm-hmm. because it does in every facet, and how do we deal with it, right? How do we? Uh, and the first thing, of course, is acknowledging that that yeah. we're afraid of these things. So we can change it. So we can, you know, we can process it within ourselves. Because again, like you said, right, fear to quote, nothing to fear but fear itself. Yeah. Right. The ultimate thing to fear it's is fear. fear because it, it it can control us to such an extent that it makes us make poor decisions in our lives. Uh so it's important to acknowledge these fears, understand where they stem from. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that. And uh how do we transform these fears into something positive for our life? Yeah. So I think it's it's really important to, to understand, like, you know, where does fear come from? You know, I, I just talked about the reptilian aspects of our brains and it's kind of engraved in us. But let's talk about some realistic scenarios. And, you know, fear can come from, you know, history repeats itself. We repeat what we don't repair. So the fear that we had as young children because we had seen it growing up is the same fears we have as adults. So history repeats itself if we don't acknowledge it. So we need to look back and say, you know, are these fears that are bothering me right now the same darn fears that bothered me when I was younger? And 
was it productive? It's really asking those questions. It's finding the parallel between your now and your past. The next thing is, is and, you know, I, I forgot to, to say this, but, you know, hello, I'm uh, fearful Fran over here. Fear used to, when I say, that, like, fear was like my middle name. It dictated anything that I said or did. Fear of this person leaving me. Fear of this person hating me. Fear of sounding stupid. Fear of doing this. Fear of this not working out. Everything came from a place of fear. And I remember you telling me, like, you need to, at the end of the day, even if it's the wrong decision, even if the shit hits the fan, everything fails, you made the decision out of strength. That's what matters. And I literally still to this day hear you in my head saying, make the decision out of strength. You know, when I'm scared, I ask myself, what's my first response is to run. Don't run. Just face it. That's why half the time I sit there and cry and say, I'm still standing here because I'm facing my fears. And so one of the biggest things that people find and they don't realize is that being unprepared can cause fear because there's no prep. You know, being unprepared is another thing. So you have your past issues that you haven't dealt with and also being unprepared for something. You're fearful of what's going to happen. Well, if you're prepared for what you're going into, you know what you're looking at. You've looked down the road. You had five or six scenarios going in your head. You're less likely to experience whatever it is that you're scared of. That is another thing that you taught me, you know? And I just think that those are two major things that we can look at. It's important to understand that, you know, facing your fears is the hardest thing we, we can do, right, as, as human beings. Uh, a lot of people do not want to face the, the, those fears. And you can only control, and this is what I've said to you, you know, uh, 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 a million times, right? There's only certain things you actually have control over in your life, right? And if you're worrying or fearing the things that you don't have control over, it's unproductive for you as an individual, for anyone, Right. So it's important to start to see, you know, what you truly have control over in your life. Right. And fear is that one th is one thing that we do have control over. Right. Because if you acknowledge when you're fearful of something and you process it properly, uh, should I really be afraid of this? Right. There, there's a difference between you're getting attacked by a grizzly bear. Right. And you don't have any control over whether this grizzly bear is going to maul you or not. So absolutely be fearful in that in that instance and run but we so often you know are faced with un irrational fears of things that we do we have control over right we have control over to a, to an extent you know our own lives how we think how we act and how we interact with one another fear should never be the determining factor in any decision that you make yeah exactly so Let's 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 take for a second. It doesn't matter if the fear is valid, invalid, irrational or rational. Fear is fear. OK, fear cannot be what drives you to make the decision, what drives you to come to a conclusion as to what you need to do. It needs to be a decision from strength. So even if it's extremely valid, like this is a serious situation, it's something that's scary and you are fearful, like I'm going to I'm going to lose my job or something bad's going to happen or whatever. At the end of the day, you still don't have control over those things. All right. So it's what can I do in this moment that I do have control over that I am making from a decision from strength that at the end of the day, irregardless of what happens, I know that I was brave 
And I know that I made the decisions that were best for me, not because I was scared or fearful, but because I knew at the end of the day that facing my fear was the most important thing. And I think that that's the distinction that we need to make is that invalid or valid, rational or irrational, it doesn't matter. Make decisions from strength. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about like the different types of fear because we're talking about, you know, what we focus on here on our podcast is about self-improvement and mental health. So what are the fears in particular that we're talking about, I guess? Well, you know, one of the biggest ones that just popped in my head is the fear of healing. People are scared to heal their traumas. They don't want to go through the pain. I cannot tell you how many messages I get constantly. I'm scared. I'm scared to heal. I'm it's scary. I hear everybody telling how painful it is. I just, I, 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 this is all I know. People are afraid of actually feeling better. Yeah, that's a great point, right? Because the you're right, you know, because people are afraid to heal. Because what what does that look like, right? Yeah, am I going to be the same person? Exactly. Or bringing up all these past emotions that are like, painful. Exactly. You know, again, to our point, right? That fear is holding you back from making the decision. You can be so much better than you are right now. All you have to do is overcome that fear. Here's the thing: you replace the fear with resilience, right? So. You are traumatized because fear is what took over when you were experiencing the trauma. You never were able to face what happened. So, yes, you have to go back to the really painful times and face it. That's the only way that you can heal. You didn't face it then, so you're traumatized now as an adult. Well, if you want to heal, you have to go back and face it. Is it scary? Yes, but you have coping skills now that you didn't have when you were younger. What you know now, you may not have known back then. You are fully capable and fully equipped to go back and to face what broke you because it's the only way to heal yourself, truly. But yes, the fear of healing is, is in the healing community, it's the number one thing that you have to come to terms with and own before you can go anywhere. And another uh, aspect or facet of this right is when we've, we've talked about this right trauma parenting yes trauma parenting is a form of fear it's the fear of the trauma that you experience happening to your to your children right and and that's where that comes from again it's it it's based on fears right so a lot of like our your reaction to certain instances or certain things that you see and that reaction is based on when when we're talking about trauma parenting, right, is based on that fear. Yes, absolutely. And I think trauma parenting is huge. We actually talked about trauma parenting in a, you know, in a previous podcast, and it came at a request that they wanted us to go deeper into it, which I think we can do. I think having a podcast to discuss trauma pan- parenting deeper with fear, I think, is going to be important because... The thing is, is that when we have unresolved trauma, almost everybody does, okay? Because the reality is, is who the hell has the time and who had the time to go back and deal with everything? You have to make the time, right? So it's a conscious decision to work through it. When you become a parent, you are so wrapped up in trying to do the opposite of what you had and trying to give your kids everything that you didn't have that you start parenting from a place of fear. They're not going to have enough food. Do they have enough snacks? Do they have enough sneakers? What if, that, what if they can't go to all these games and activities? What, what if they can't? What if they don't have enough friends? I need to sign them up to everything. Fear, 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 fear. You need to ask yourself, is this 
what my child needs. Maybe your child's just naturally introverted and happy reading books and doing their own thing. Do they really need to be on every single sports team interacting with people that's going to suck the life out of them and make them tired and anxious because that's what you needed? That's from a place of fear. It doesn't mean we want to destroy our kids or we're not, we're, we're, we're just, we're trying so hard to not repeat the trauma that we create new trauma. And we talked about, uh, interesting, because our previous podcast, we were talking about reactive attachment disorder, right? Right. And a lot of the responses are also, you know, again, based on fear, right? That sabotage, that self-sabotage that we talked about and, you know, the, the being the pushing the people away once you once you feel the connections are, are, are starting to establish. Those are, again, all based on fear. Right. And, and fear is is really at the root of so many of our struggles and why we are stuck in depression and anxiety and everything else. It's fear. It's fear. Fear literally, it's just an emotion, the strongest emotion, but it's, it's, it's a construct in our minds. And we can overcome that when we can realize that we're just coming from a place of fear right now. And it's recognizing, right? The way you start to transform that is to recognize it for what it is. Yeah. Here it's I am over here fear. talking like an expert in fear. When Let me be a little honest here. Uh, fear crippled me. When I say crippled, like straight up crippled me. Like I could not, I would freeze in moments. Like especially when we were, con- I just look like, you'd be like, why are you a deer in headlights? I yell back now and I may say things that are ridiculous and I have other things that I have to work on. But I work really hard at making sure fear does not dictate what I do. I may be shaking in my boots, but fear is not going to do that. So I feel justified in being able to talk about it because I know personally how painful fear is. And on that note, we'll do a quick pause for a special message here. And when we come back, we'll talk about how to transform these fears into something that we can utilize to better ourselves and our life. So stay with us. We want to take a moment to thank our listeners for all their continued support. If you like the show, please consider supporting us via Venmo at QAskCourtney. That's the letter Q, Ask Courtney. Any amount is appreciated and will help us to be here with you on your self-improvement journey. You can also reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. That's E-P-I-C-P-H-A-N-Y media.com. Thank you. Now back to our podcast. So thanks for sticking with us. We're here discussing fear and how to transform fear into something positive within our, our for our life. So where do you start? You know, you've dealt with fear Ugh. for so long and Ugh. and uh, you're you're more the expert in terms of like me. I'm I, the expert in transforming it. You're the expert in identifying it. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, and and you know, like in previous podcasts, I don't. We've talked about you know my own experience at a very young age dealing with fear, right? And I learned very young to you have to confront it, right? That's the thing you do, right? You confront your fears because for me, uh, I'm you know so lo- you know my brain was so wired to be logical. What's the worst that can happen, right? What's the worst that can happen to me? by doing whatever activity is mm-hmm. and and just coming to grips with the reality okay outside of dying <laughs> you know there's you know eh, and even then yeah and even then right but outside of like again outside of physically being hurt or physically dying what's the worst that can happen right 
and replaying that in my own head and saying, okay, you know, the outcome of this, of whatever is happening, the outcome can be this, this, and this. If the worst thing is that I could die from this, okay, you know, that's maybe that is a justifiable fear in this case. And that's something I should run away from. But if the worst case is that, you know, the person's not going to be happy with me, I can live with that, right? Your reactive attachment helped you with that, though, right? You know, because if someone's mad at me, pff, F them, right? So now you have me with anxious attachment over here that craves attention and acceptance. So my response was the complete opposite. So as you can see, your trauma and the type of diagnosis that you have really do play into how you handle it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I was the complete opposite. I was like, yo, fear, peace. I was out, ran away. Let me get as far as I went uh, I, that I can from this situation. Or let me fawn. Let me just try to fix everything and make everybody happy. Fear will go away. That did not help me at all, at all. It made things worse for me. But if I didn't do it, my anxiety would be up through the roof. And that's how I coped with being anxious was trying to fix things and feel useful and then I would get a hey good job for that thanks for handling that or aren't you a nice little kid or whatever it was so I was the complete opposite and then I realized in adulthood that what running away from fear did do to me was make me feel less of a person feeling worthless weak and I couldn't live with that anymore so how did you make that mental change that shift from fear to well, strength Next to having you barking up my tree all the time and yelling at me all the time, it was getting to the point where it was like, he's right. He's absolutely right. What is the worst thing that can happen to me? So-and-so doesn't want to be my friend anymore than they weren't my friend in the first place. I lose this job. Eh, there's something better out there for me that, that I'm deserving of. You know, someone's upset with me. People get upset. Like, it didn't mean that I didn't feel anxious. It didn't mean that it still didn't bother me. It just meant that I had to slowly keep reassuring myself. You know what? It's, worse things could happen. This really isn't that bad. If they're upset, they'll get over it. And I just kind of started there. And then I started to go into the next level of, am I willing to continue to sacrifice my own feelings? Am I living authentically? Is this who I want to be? Once I actually started to be okay with people being upset, then the next level was working on, am I okay with being upset? Am I okay having to the rest of my life, having to fawn and fix things and do things a certain way because I'm fearful of something that may not even happen? And without realizing it, the fears of what I was fearful came true because of my actions. So I only validated these invalidations. It was just this vicious cycle. And once I started to see that, then I was able to then say, well, what do I want to do about this situation? It's a progression. It's first, you know, that's that's where you start. And then once I was like, no, I'm not okay with this, but it's what has to be done and it's coming from a place of strength. Then I started to see that the outcome wasn't that bad because I made the decisions out of strength. And just like in, in, a, in one of our previous podcasts in the masculinity one, we talked about when people see a desirable behavior that they like, they repeat it. Well, I started to repeat making decisions out of strength because I felt better about myself. So it's just, it's, it's progress. It's progression. Yeah. It's one step at a time, you know, cause it, you didn't get here, um, overnight. This is, you know, the, that these fears 
were built up over years mm-hmm. of traumatic experiences of dealing with certain things. And I used to, t- I remember messaging you that I was worried about something and you would always be like, honey, what's the worst that can happen? Or honey, I'm scared about this. What do I, I, I did this and, and my supervisor going to talk to me about this and none of it was inherently bad, but he was just like, what, a-? you'd be like, whatever, you made a mistake. Like, oh, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And to this day, I hear you in my head say, what's the worst that can happen? Like, it's like, you're my little, my, my little, um, I have this little podcast in my head of all the amazing things that you have said to me over the years, which is you're worthy or you're, you're amazing. You're loving, you're kind. What's the worst that can happen? You know, make decisions out of strength. Don't like, you know, fear dictate your life. Like I, I hear you in my head telling me those things all the time, but I knew that I transformed fear when I could start hearing my own voice in my head. It's not that you're not cool and you don't have your own little space up there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know, you don't have your space. But when I started to be able to say like, it's the worst that can happen. Screw it. You don't want to talk to me anymore? Whatever. I'll just yell back or I'll just act like this. Or if my friend doesn't want to talk to me for a few days, whatever. But I started to hear my own voice. I found my voice and it was really awesome. So it's progress, but you have to do it every day. It's just like self-compassion. You have to practice making decisions out of strength, just like you have to practice being kind and understanding of when you fuck up. Yeah, and it's one step at a time. It's one, you know, putting one foot in front of the other yep. to get to that and point. And do you remember saying to me, you're going to look back one of these days and you're going to be like, who was that person? I look back, I get a visceral response. Like, I literally, there's a TikTok challenge I think of that makes me laugh, but it's like whenever I time, I think about I made a decision out of fear or I fawned or I was like trying to people please, I literally like, my stomach churns because I look back and I'm just like, damn, like, ooh, like, who were you back then? And when I was in it, though, it was hard for me to believe you that I was actually going to be able to transform myself and to look back. I could not see past the fear. I really couldn't. It's just it was this awful cloud. But it's liberating, you know, and I can see you getting emotional and tearing up a little bit, but it's liberating. Why do you have to call me out like that? Well, our (laughs) listeners deserve to know this stuff. You know, it it is, you know, we as much as we talk about it, we live this. We do. We we, do. We go through these. Exactly. Nothing that we haven't touched on isn't things that we've worked on within ourselves you know so it's not something that kind of pie in the sky you know talking points these are things that we've worked on ourselves within our own lives and and helped either you know helped or or fostered in each other Mm -hmm. right and these are these are hard topics and you know fear is such a driving force in our lives that we have to we have to be able to to look at it for what it is. You know, there's so, and, you know, we'll talk about irrational fears because there's so many of them, but it's, it's really like, again, assessing, do I really have control over this situation and where do I put my energy? Right. And I, I, the book that I read, what was it? Um, I can't think of it. Mark Manson's book, The Art of Oh, the art of giving a fuck. Yeah, it's like he talks about in the book, like you only have so many fucks, like to give. By the way, I'm, I feel like cracking up because every time I say that word on TikTok, people laugh at me because it doesn't sound like fuck. It's a fuck because of the way my accent. But anyways, and he says, so you need to decide who you're going to give a fuck to or what you're going to give it to. I gave you that book. To, uh, yeah, it's upstairs. I've I've read it like it's just it's such a good book. Because but- it, he, and he's he nails it, right? Because you you only have so much energy to to give to any one thing at any one time. And you have to make sure that you're going to get something back from it or you're going to be depleted. So like you said, if it's an irrational fear, 
You have absolutely no control. Even if it's the worst thing that's going to happen in the world, what can you do about it? Worrying about it is only going to give the fear more power. You know, easier said. I know there's people probably listening right now thinking of all their fears, right? And if you're doing that right now, what good is that doing for you? How is that helping you right now? It's not. Yeah, because fear, you know, and it it's all consuming, right? And it and we we you know, with me in particular, I, I the law of attraction that's something you know I believe in greatly, and fear plays a part in that, right? So in and you 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 know it as as a kid, right? Learning how to how to ride a bike, right? The kids that were less afraid of falling were the kids that didn't fall as much. Right. But the moment that you put that in your head, that you're you're afraid that you're going to fall, that's the moment that you're going to fall. Or if you're afraid that you're going to feel, fail, feel. No, that applies too. I'm afraid I'm going to feel this pain. Then you're going to feel it even harder. Or I'm, a, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to fall or I'm going to fail at something. Eh, that's going to happen. It's because you, you give life to what you fear. You give power to that, whatever that yeah. emotion is, whether it's fear or strength or love, whatever you, you know, whatever you give power to is what manifests. So it's important to to acknowledge these things, right? And it starts there. It starts with acknowledging that I'm afraid, right? Because we're all humans and we're all, you know, afraid of something. And there's nothing wrong with being afraid. Absolutely. It's just that you're not going to allow your fear to get in the way of the decision. Like exactly. I'm scared as shit right now. I'm I'm shaking in my boots, but I got to do this. That's it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, and it's like we, we, I've talked to you all the time, right? It, what's the worst that can happen? Like, again, if it's dying, right? If it's your life, then you're already dead. So you don't, you're not worrying about, you know, there's nothing else to worry about. Like my biggest fear is is not dying, right? My biggest fear is leaving behind the people that depend on me. That's my fear. Like I could die tomorrow, and I'm already dead. It just it, well, it's not you gonna... better be here till you're like in your 90s. That's all I gotta say. Well, you're that's my, best my friend. That, <laughs> there, therein lies my point, right? My fear is like I try to eat healthy and and do the things that I need to do so I can live a long life. You know, so I can see the people that are in my life that are important to me, that need me, right? Be here for them, you know, because well, well, once I, I, I pass want them, you, right? We don't want to do this needy thing, right? Uh, here's my attachment. Like, no, you don't. You don't need to be anxiously attached. But I choose you. You're my best friend. You well, really are. Well, in it together, wouldn't be in it together. I know you, we wouldn't so. be in it together. Yeah. So you, you're gonna stay here. So on this point, right, uh, you talked about a little bit about my rad and how that contributed to yeah. to, to the way I think and the way, you know, mm-hmm. me, how I faced fear um, because of the rad. So our next podcast, we're going to be talking about trauma gifts oh. because even though I have this disorder, right, that it's, you know, we, we can view our traumas and our disorders, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can view it from a victim mentality and oh, poor me, or we can transform those things into gifts that can further along our progress. Yes. And this is something I did a video on on TikTok, and people were like, oh my God, I never looked at myself that way. So make sure that you guys stay tuned and you listen to the trauma gifts one because I think that's going to be a really good one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because it, it it is it's it's about shifting your mindset from the victim mode to a survivor or a thriving mentality, and that's what it's about, right? 
self-improvement is about having a thriving mentality. So stay tuned for that one. So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at ask.courtney, on Instagram at askcourtney underscore, and on YouTube at askcourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys. So make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together. So stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.